Hi everyone, and thanks for listening to Visibility, the monthly podcast produced by CID, the Council for Intellectual Disability. Here, we'll be telling our stories and exploring some of the issues that impact people with intellectual disability. To find out more about our work, visit www.cid.org.au. In the spirit of reconciliation, the Council for Intellectual Disability acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connection to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to the Elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Hello and welcome to Visibility. Today we are going to talk to Naomi Lake, a children's book author. Naomi is an avid journal keeper and a poet. Naomi is also a public speaker, educator, and ambassador for several Down Syndrome associations. She is a dancer and performer with the Light Opera Company in her hometown of Albany, Western Australia. My name is Alex Elliott. I will be your host today. With me is my co-host Adele Tashkin. Thanks, Alex. Hi, Naomi, and welcome to Visibility. Now, I understand you have some exciting news. Can you tell us about that to start off with? Yeah. I can. Um, my exciting news is that I've just written a third book of the Harmony series, Harmony for Forgetful Hands and a T-Rex, and it's hot off the press. Hot off the press. So this is part of a series, is it, Harmony the Forgetful Hen? Yes, it is. And this is the third one in the series, the third book. What are the names of the other books that you have in the series, Nomi? Well, I've got um, Harmony for Forgetful Hands and the Must Eggs. Harmony for Giffle Hen and the Fox, and then the T-Rex. Wow, that sounds great. What sort of made you um, write stories about a forgetful hen? Well, I lived on a farm, and I love watching the chickens scratching around the yard. One day, my mum and I were sitting on the patio, and the chickens kept darting in and out of the bushes. And I said to mum, I think she lost something. And mum said, what, would the chicken lose? I said, her eggs, of course. <laughs> so my sister Paula asked mum um, for one of my stories and Paula gave her harmony and her friend of hers and her husband is an artist and he was visiting from England. She requested that he do some pictures for my story. So she sent them away to make it into a book for me as a surprise Christmas present. That's a lovely present. So. Then you had the only copy in the world of a beautifully illustrated book. What's your first reaction? Um, well, my first reaction when the book came, I was just shocked, standing there with my mouth wide open. And I was, I don't know, I was a bit teary. And then everyone watched the copy. So from there, I started to release it to the world. And so you started to work together with your illustrator, Dave McLeary, to get your work published. What was that like? Is it hard work? I think, yes, it is a bit of hard work there. But between me and Dave, we both made a really good team by bringing the story together. Dave and I message and FaceTime to get the illustrations just right. He also sends three or four covers. I choose which one I want or just tell him. I want something on the peculiar page and he does it. He's very clever. And it brought my stories to life. Naomi, when did you first start writing? I've always loved writing since school. I find myself 
hidden away in the library and books are my friends. And then books start calling me from there, like, oh, I want to be a friend with you, Naomi. <laughs> so from there, I picked up a pen, grabbed stacks of paper, and start writing. And I knew my life would never be the same. Mm. With the book, and it transports me from the real world into the make-believe, filled with magic, love, and wonder. And I have become the part of their stories. Wow. That's so cool. So was it always a dream of yours to become a writer? Uh, yes. I'm going to be an author. I always say that. And then from there, it happened. So tell me, did you get a lot of encouragement from your family? Yes, I do. I really love them. Especially one of them is my mum, who always believes in me from day one. And my three sisters uh, always encourage me wherever I do. And I just love them. So how do you like to write? Do you use a computer or iPad or do you write with pen on paper? Well, I started with writing with pen and paper. Once I like my writing, I transfer it to the computer or iPad afterwards. My idea is actually starts with my brain and travels down through my heart, through my shoulders into my arm and comes out through my hand and my pen. So it's like a wave of an ocean. That's so beautiful. <laughs> so, Naomi, is writing something that you do every day as a practice? Uh, yes, I do. I, I always uh, pick up a pen and paper and wherever I go, I keep seeing stories anywhere. And it's amazing. I write a journal every day. So tell us, Naomi, after Harmony, The Forgetful Hen was published, you received a Tomorrow's Makers Award. And that allowed you to do something very special for other young people. I have taught small schools and remote communities in the outback, Western Australia. We do students, then we have Q&A sessions. Then activities are connected to the book. Everywhere, I wanted teachers and students didn't want me to leave. Writing has opened up the world for me. And that's why I'm passionate about children's literacy and showing them that anything is possible. Hoping to do a lot of tour for the field next year. And this time, I want to travel to the Pilbara and the Kimberley to pass on COVID. So you're not shy about getting up in front of people. We hear you're a bit of a performer. Yes. What can you tell us about the Light Opera Company in Albany? Well, I'm also a member of the Albany Light Opera Theatre Company. I performed several shows, well, it's actually a a series, and so I did three shows with ABBA, because ABBA is my favourite band. (laughs) Well, I just danced on stage soft with, and one of the ladies saw me dancing, so she told the director, and the director came in and said, Naomi, you're in the spotlight, you're with ABBA. Yes! So the shows are produced by the theatre, the Light Company. For people for all abilities to display their talents. I also believe you have a nickname that might be related to your favourite bat. Uh, yes, <laughs> I do have a nickname. Since I did my performing, everyone now starts calling me Dancing Queen from the movies and the song. And I just love that name. Every time I look on my iPad, there's photos of Abba saying, Happy birthday, Naomi, or Happy birthday, Abba's sister. <laughs> so I can't run away from that. <laughs> No, it's stuck now, hasn't it? Yeah. So 
Naomi, have you ever like combined your writing with performance then? Uh, yes, I did. Uh, within a, a short play called The View from the Magpie's Nest, which I put to music and dance and performed on stage in the Albany Entertainment Centre. And you've done a couple of film and television appearances too? I was an extra actually in, in Rams with Sam Neill and Michael Caton, but you can't hardly see me though. Was that a fun experience, being on the movie set, Naomi? Yes, it is fun to do that, but also there's a lot of waiting. But I did mind it. I, loved, I just love watching um, the others doing their parts as well. Thanks, Naomi. It's great talking with you today. We're now going to take a little break before hearing more about your life and career. You're listening to Visibility, the podcast produced by the Council for Intellectual Disability. If you're enjoying this episode, you can support us by reviewing us through Apple, Podchaser or your favourite listening app. Welcome back, everyone. Today we are talking to Naomi Lake, a children's book author, educator and advocate for people with intellectual disability. You are also a public speaker. Where have you spoken publicly? I say speeches at various events and teacher workshops is also part of my public speaking. I have co-presenters at Employees Orientation Day and bit of voice for others who cannot speak up for themselves. And I created and presented a PowerPoint at Dad's Syndrome World Congress last November. I understand that that was in Dubai. So how did you do that? Well, I didn't go to Dubai, but it was over Zoom. It was a good experience to have, actually, because I had questions and answers, and I got um, quite a lot of good questions. Really hard, but I got a fair bit of good reviews as well. And also, I want to mention, there is one in Brisbane in 2024, and I'm planning to go there. So the next one will be here in Australia. Is that what you're saying, the Down Syndrome Conference? It's in Brisbane, and I'm planning to go there with my mum. So you are a health ambassador for Down Syndrome Australia. What messages do you want to share with the rest of the community in your role as health ambassador? In my role as a health ambassador, I create and present PowerPoints to doctors, nurses, hospital executives, online health professionals and students. I tell them about the importance of inclusive communication to improve health outcomes for people with Down Syndrome. I evaluate websites, take part in surveys, write and deliver speeches, and co-present webinars, attend meetings, sit on committees, treat us as individuals. On top of that, you're also an employment ambassador for Down Syndrome Western Australia, is that right? Yes. Uh, in this role, I create and present PowerPoints to let potential employers know the benefits of hiring someone with Down Syndrome. I also speak to employment workshops and tell them about my experience in open employment. Award wages, the same as everyone else. We all want us to be independent and contribute to our community. And also inclusion as well, because they've got to be included. Absolutely. Everybody needs to have equal opportunity to contribute to the world, don't they? Having a job is everyone's right, isn't it? Yes, that's right. I understand you've written an e-book, Naomi's World. Oh, yeah. I was commissioned by Curious WA to write a short story of my life 
called Naomi's World uh, for the Disabled and Labeled Project. So, so people, there is more to life if it's possible. Some of your favourite places are libraries. You have something special coming up in Albany Library. Yes, I do writing workshops, working with a local author at the library in next month. I'm looking forward to for that. So if a person with an intellectual disability wants to become a writer like you, what is the message that you would tell them? My tip really is, um, I think write everything. It's all about the process part of writing the book. I write every day. Like when I'm not doing anything, like when I'm not working or anything like that, I just find my me time and I pick up my pen and paper and start writing every day. Sometimes I write poetry and sometimes stories. And sometimes it's just the basics. So the writer's story is an easy bit. And you've got to have the illustrator, the graphic artist. You've got to have all those people uh, behind you to help you out. So, Naomi, do you see yourself as a role model? Uh, yes, I do. I just love to be a role model for anyone to show them that anything is possible. And uh, you have a favourite quote from Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh is always my favourite childhood stories. Piglet was the highlight. The Piglet says, the things that make me different are the things that make me, me. And that actually covers up perfectly. So can you tell us uh, where we can get copies of Harmony, the Forgetful Hen books? Well, I do have a Facebook page called the Harmony Forgetful Hen. And my book is also in the shop called Paperbark in Albany. And the Harmony website as well, uh, harmonyhen.com. Also, you can get my short story on Kindle anywhere in the world. It's called Name is World. And lastly, could there be another Harmony book that you're secretly working on, Naomi? Yes, I am. It's a sequel, actually. Thanks, Naomi, for joining us today and sharing such wonderful stories and insights. Thank you for having me. And to those listening, thank you as well. Please join us next month for another episode of our extended arts and culture series. Stay tuned for further updates from the podcast team here at CIB. You're listening to Visibility, the podcast produced by the Council for Intellectual Disability. If you're enjoying this episode, you can support us by reviewing us through Apple, Podchaser, or your favourite listening app.